Hey everyone, welcome to Living in the Question podcast. I'm Maddie. I'm Sadie. And today we have a very special guest on this episode to kick us off in 2024. We've had an exciting um, start to the year already with another special guest, Jaylin, and now we have Jihad. And I'll let Sadie introduce you. Yes, we're so excited to have Jihad here. He actually has been on another episode that we have put out before, so go look for that episode. Um, So I know Jihad from school. He actually goes to the same program I'm in, a Society of Souls, and we are starting our fourth year this year. Super exciting. Yes, <laughs> start doing healings finally. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that, but yeah, Jihad, if you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and yeah, who you are, just so they can get to know you, that would be good. Sure. Hi, everyone. Hi, I'm Jihad. And um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do I start? I guess I'll start with my name, right? My name is Jihad. And if you don't know, you may have heard it in the news uh, related to like Islamic terrorism and that kind of thing. And so you can imagine growing up with a name like this, right? Everyone sort of projects their fears, what they've heard on the news onto me. And so I feel like coming up as a kid, I kind of like had a different perspective on life. I'm like trying to go below the surface, not judge a book by its cover, so to speak, right? And so, um, yeah, I feel like that shaped a, a huge part of like how I look at the world. And so, um, yeah, I feel like... I've always felt like I was more than my name, more than my race. I was something, you know, something else, a soul, so to speak. Right. And so um, growing up in that way, um, I felt like I was drawn to spirituality. I feel like it was destined. Right. Cliche way to say it. But um, yeah. So um, I don't know. I feel like I am into very different things. I'm into like philosophy. I'm into like existential questions about life, you know, like, trying to really get to the root of who we are, um, our individuality, our uniqueness. And um, yeah, you know, I'm an open book. <laughs> Answer some questions if there's anything, you know, you guys would like to know. But yeah, that's generally who I am, I guess. I love that. Is that so growing up that way, is that kind of what made you interested in the school, like doing this kind of work? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I feel like we are all conditioned from an early age to sort of pick an occupation, a job that's high paying, you know, to take care of your family and that sort of thing. But um, for me, that way just wasn't cutting it. You know, I feel like I was really trying to make things happen. I was trying to will things into existence and something sort of like intervened. So I'll say spirit, spirit intervened and was like, hey, you're not supposed to go about life this way. You're not supposed to be thinking about your 401k plan at 18 and, you know, this, that, and a third. So um, something intervened and it really opened my eyes to like how life could operate outside of like the analytical brain, you know, things that are rational. Like the the intervention I call um, a spiritual awakening, it kind of like, yeah, made me say, hey, life can operate in a different way. And if you're open to it, you can go down the rabbit hole. And I went down the rabbit hole. I got in contact with Tim, Tim, uh, our healer, uh, Sadie and I's healer introduced me to the school and I guess the rest is history. Mm, yes. I love that so much. Also, Tim has been on the podcast plenty of times. So if you guys are wondering who he is, go listen to those episodes as well. <laughs> yes. Hey, I love this. So we are just going to start with an awareness check-in or Maddie, do you have any questions? You're good. Well, I just think That's it's really awesome. inspiring to hear your story, Jihad. And I think Thanks. that um, it sounds like you had to overcome something just simply by your name, which is a crazy thought for most of us. You know, we don't face that. So I appreciate that it you rather than letting that harden you, let it soften you and made you more open to getting to know people at their core, because maybe at times you didn't feel that. So. I think that's really amazing. And I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. Thanks for sharing that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into our awareness check-in then. We're going to have Jihad, since he's our guest, we're going to let him go first on the awareness check-in today. So Jihad, whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay. So um, recently, I feel like I've been having these experiences where like, I guess reactively, I would take something personal 
And I've been kind of pleasantly surprised when I've chose not to take it personal. So two situations, one situation, I'm leaving the gym, I'm going to get my Chipotle, you know, I got to refuel. And so <laughs> I get to the, the, to the register, my food's ready. And the guy who's supposed to ring me up is in the back, like scrubbing, like, you know, the dishes and whatnot, but he sees that I'm waiting in line. And so I'm like, all right, is this one of those moments where somebody's going to like try my patience? And so I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I don't feel like I should gesture him to come over to the register because like that's his job. So I just patiently wait. So he comes over. Anyway, um, I had ordered extra chicken. And for that, you're supposed to pay like two, three, four dollars extra. And so um, because I was like, let me not take this personal. I feel like the situation turned on a way where um, he ended up not charging me extra chicken. And so like I had say five bucks and I was like, okay, nice little victory. And maybe like an affirmation not to take things personal. And um, the second time was uh, when I was coming home, I was leaving the train station. Um, this woman and I were like kind of racing up the stairs. And so we both headed into the deli. That's right outside the train station. Um, I went to go put an order in and she kind of jumped in front of me and her and I like kind of knew that we were next to each other coming out of the train and her and I knew that we were both in a deli, but she put her order in before mine and she didn't like ask me if I was there first or whatever. So um, I kind of was upset about that and I ended up putting in my order and um, long story short, I guess like I got my food before her and I, I don't, I feel like in a serendipitous kind of way, I was like, okay, maybe that's another affirmation not to take things personal. So I kind of just been living with that and kind of like, you know, trying that out for fit yeah I love that because I've been thinking about how we create these stories about like why people do the things they do we really don't know and it doesn't serve us to create stories that like make us the victim so I love that shift in perspective like and then you had these affirmations like yes not taking things personal is working for you you know exactly that's really cool thanks well, I'll go next with my awareness check-in. So I just had the privilege of traveling to the Mexican state of Nayarit. And I just became so aware of how much travel, like, expands my life view. Mm-hmm. So being in a new culture, being in a new environment, in a new state of nature, right? It's It just is exciting to me how much it shifts my perspective on the way of life and other ways of living. And I just noticed like how great it felt to get out of my routine and stay open to experiencing something completely different, whether that was people eating shrimp on the beach at 9am or the Spanish music, or just like appreciating how cute it is that they put sweaters on the stray dogs because it's the air quote cold season. And it's like 75 degrees. That is cute. It was cute, you know? But I also just noticed that in the Mexican culture, they, like, have this very, like, wholesome way of living. They're eating foods prepared from scratch for every meal. You know, they're preparing the tortillas in front of you. And just, like, this slower pace of life, and it felt good, and people seemed happier and more content. And I just want to adopt that into my own life. I think that we have so many thoughts and we're so moving at such a fast pace that it complicates our life and that's not necessary. And I think honestly, simplifying really encourages what actually matters in this life. So I was really grateful for that experience, but I also am grateful for the infrastructure that we have here in the U S. So it, it created a lot of gratitude around where I live and how I live, but also an appreciation for the opportunity to experience something new. And yeah, I'm learning Spanish. So if any of our listeners want to practice with me, I would love that because <laughs> I'm definitely committed this time to actually learning it. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I think that's so cool that you're learning Spanish and like you just decided to do that and you're just doing it you know I think that's so cool and also yeah your experience and it sounds like really non-dual just the spit like the way you're explaining it is like oh it feels good to be slow paced but also I'm so grateful for where I am too you know like and where I live like yeah I love that (laughs) okay so I will go next 
as if there's anyone else to go next, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my awareness check-in is around change and how much it is reflecting back to me what I need to work on. So a lot of our listeners know, if you guys have listened to previous episodes, I lost my job and got a new job. And so I've been in this new job for the last month and it's been going really good and everything. But I just had this moment the other day where I just like shattered Like, I just completely shattered. And I had this moment where I was just, like, grieving my old life, like, grieving my old routine, grieving all of these things. And, you know, of course, it's good to grieve, but it was super uncomfortable. But more than anything, I've just noticed how much, like, being in a new space and having to show up as me, right, and, like, my confident self is reflecting back to me how much, oh, my gosh, do I even know myself? Because I've felt that way. Like, I feel like a baby deer with shaky legs, like, not knowing how to experience this new routine and new job and new life that I'm in now, right? So I feel like that has really, yeah, really been big for me is just, you know, one, accepting change, but also it's making me notice how many things I still have to work on and it's making me figure out who am I all over again, you know? So that's been really good, but also hard. Yes. Yes. Growing pains. Right. Right. That's very real for me right now. So that kind of leads me into our topic today, which is how the world reflects back to us our inner world and what's going on on the inside. So that's kind of our topic. But to start off our topic, I just want to ask like one big question and This is the question that I want to ponder today and explore and, yeah, see what we can come up with within this topic. So the question is, and all of you, all of the listeners right now, like, just take in this question and ask yourself this in your own personal life. So how can we cultivate a life where the universe is reflecting back to us exactly what we need and also more than we can imagine? Hmm. It's a big question, right? It's like, oh, damn, how do we do that? So that's what we're going to explore today. (laughs) Well, I love the expansiveness of that question because it really encapsulates all of the possibility if we just observe our, our inner world through our outer world. You know, and I think that we've already kind of touched on this with Jihad's awareness check in like it, the world is reflecting back to us where we're at within ourselves so I think that a big part of that is our thoughts right so we have these thought patterns where whatever we look for whatever we actually truly believe within ourselves, we will find we will find evidence of that out in the world so if let's say you feel jaded and that you feel like everyone's out to get you well you're going to find evidence of that every single day because that's what you're going to see That's what you're going to be aware of. You're not going to really notice the person that opens the door for you because you're going to be noticing the person that stepped in front of you in line, right? Mm -hmm. It's like whatever you, your thoughts are, that's going to manifest itself out in the world. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I was thinking that too when Jihad was sharing his awareness check-in. I was like, oh, this is perfect. (laughs) Right in line for our topic. I love that. Yeah, it's it's just this whole thing of the energy that you put into your life and into your inner world is going to be reflected back to you. So do you guys have any examples of that so that our listeners can get a better gist of what we're talking about? Because I feel like this question is so big and this topic is so big that examples might help our listeners to get in touch with it for themselves. I think I have an example. I'll shoot for it. Um, So I had a coworker who was recently on uh, family leave because he was expecting his first child. And so I had to sort of step up in his absence. And it got me thinking, like, if I was ready for a more expanded role. And so, um, you know, the colleague who I was working with started to ask me questions was like, what are your goals? What is your what what are some job titles that you may be after? 
And, you know, I had never really thought about it, but, you know, decided to spend some time thinking. And um, weirdly enough, uh, one of the people who used to work on my project actually was like, you know, hey, we should grab lunch one day. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And so we grabbed lunch. And so we end up having a conversation where he's like, you know, I kind of I think that there are a lot of skills that you have that like I admire, you know, he was like, I think you're confident. I think that um, you are ready for something bigger than this. And if you're willing to step into it, then, you know, the opportunities are there because I can make one phone call and this, that, and the third. And so, um, yeah, I ended up being pointed in the right direction as far as like what I was aiming for in life at this moment. And um, I don't know. I felt like it was, serendipitous for me to sort of consider like what it was that I was looking for as far as growth um, and for an opportunity to be presented to me. And I don't know if that ties back to your question about internal thoughts and life reflecting, but I thought that did. No, I think it totally does. I think that's perfect because it really is too like, I also think that putting ourselves like in uncomfortable situations, right? Like really pushes us and we will grow for that. So I think that too, right? Like putting yourself in an uncomfortable position to step into a higher role that maybe you don't feel fully ready for, but like doing that, the universe is going to support that kind of growth, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Maddie, do you have one? I think that when I observe my life, I can definitely tell that, yes, the world is reflecting back to me where I'm at in my life. Um, I don't know that there's like a specific example that's playing out right now for me, but we've mentioned this example before where if I feel chaotic in my life and everything feels like too much, like my house may be messy or the action of like tidying my room it it stabilizes me because it is like I'm, you know, taking action towards tidying up my life or, you know, creating more order, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, a lot of times my actual physical world, even my appearance or wherever I'm at, it's, reflects hugely out into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting. I have a lot of people point that out to me, too, like my I have a coworker who just kind of says it like it is. And, you know, if I'm going through a hard time, I obviously wear it on my sleeve or something because she can tell. She'll always call me out on it. Like, you look really tired today. I'm like, yes, Martha, I am today. (laughs) Why, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. But at least I'm living authentically, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's a win. (laughs) What about for you? Do you have one? I don't know if I have one specifically either, but the one you just shared really resonated with me is, yeah, you know, your inner world reflecting to your outer world. Like when I'm, it's so funny because every single time I don't have Odin, it's like the two days a week that I don't have him, I don't do anything in my house. And it's because in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to be free and I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want, you know, like just for me. And then I notice, oh my gosh, there's so many dishes in the sink. Like I haven't done laundry. I haven't like put the dishes away in the dishwasher, you know, because I'm just needing that space for me and it totally reflects outward. And also, you know, cleaning your house. And I just went through everything, every single room in my house and cleaned everything out, like got rid of stuff I didn't need. And that felt so good. Like when I was done, I was like, okay, like, I feel really good now. Like, here we go. Time to start fresh. And it really, truly does reflect outwards in that way. Another thing I was thinking of is just, you know, this is just such a simple one. But if we're eating really bad foods, we're gonna, you know, not feel good and not feel our best and show up differently in the world than if we're like eating healthy, right? All of those things totally reflect outward. So I feel like there's so many examples that we could list off, but hopefully our listeners are getting a good gist of what we're talking about because this is very real. And I think the more that I've thought about this topic, I'm realizing how much it's everywhere. Like it's everything. It's everywhere, right? Everything that we do is reflecting outwards. So 
yeah, this is a huge topic. I'm glad we're talking about it. <laughs> Me too. I think that if we are looking out in the world and we're thinking, okay, like there is things I want to change about my life. I think it does start with that inner work. And this is often like referred to as shadow work, but it's observing and working with like your resentments, your past traumas, your old wounds, the parts of you that you have abandoned. And it can be really painful to reflect on those things. I feel like I've had a kind of a bit of the New Year's blues because I've been doing so much reflection and a lot of it has been painful for me. Um, but with that, I know that I'm creating more space for the beautiful moments that I want to invite into my life. And I think that like, as I've been doing that work and as I've been willing to look at those parts of myself, I have a lot more compassion for who I am and it illuminates like what you actually care about. Right. You can learn so much about yourself by doing that type of work. I like that. I like that answer. Um, yeah, the, the, the self-acceptance and the compassion is really important um, because if you don't, you continue to add to the shadow, right? Parts of yourself that you don't accept. So that's a huge factor in trying to manifest positive things in the future. Which is so true, which brings us into that, you know, like manifesting and like our actions, because like you just said, Maddie, like you have to do the inner work first right so going within is going to reflect outward and yeah I think our actions and like the things that we put our energy towards like every day you know are reflecting outwards right so I'm trying to think of an example um okay well here's a good one (laughs) I have been super into Zelda lately okay no one judge but I freaking love Zelda okay (laughs) I've been playing it for the last couple of months and I get in these patterns where I'm like, okay, that's just what I'm going to do when I'm bored and I have nothing to do. And so like, I've been catching myself there because if I just go play Zelda for five hours, when I'm finished, I'm like, shit, I could have done so many other things. Like I have so much to get done. Like then I'm a little bit frustrated with myself. So it's like that action of doing that thing, but also on the opposite side of it, I've been catching myself. So when I'm bored and I'm like, my innate reaction is to be like, let's go play Zelda. I'm catching myself and doing something different instead. And I feel so much better about myself. It's like, oh, okay, I did the thing. So I feel like that that also, you know, brings us into like manifesting and how much it's so important, the actions that we use when we're manifesting and doing the actual action so that the universe can support. I feel like you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. It is about the action portion of it. Yes, we need to hold on to the belief, the thought process that these things can happen for us, but you do have to do the action to make it happen Mm -hmm. and to let the universe know that that's what you actually want. And yourself, right? Because if you truly want something, you do have to do that part. Right. Yeah. If your actions and your thoughts don't align, I don't think anything happens. Like it's incongruent, right? It's like too different. Yeah. 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 But like even even speaking to like, you know, people who probably do have New Year's resolutions and maybe it's like to live more healthily or like to be more physically active if those thoughts and your actions don't align on a day-to-day or at least a consistent five out of the seven days, then when you look up in three months, you know, you're going to see the sum total of your actions and whether you had this goal or not, you know, physically life's going to reflect what those actions have been the last three months. So yeah, it's, it's really important. So what do you think is a good way for us to like tell our listeners, you know, to act like, like, Every day, make sure that you are acting on the things that you want or the things that you believe in, right? Because that is such a big part of it and the universe supporting you. So I'm trying to think of some things that we could, you know, actions that we can give our listeners just to answer that big question. Like, how do we, how can we cultivate a life where the universe is reflecting back to us exactly what we need or more than we can imagine, you know? 
I think oh. it's starting small. Starting small with your goals because that I think that this is something I've learned. I used to be a person who wanted to be in shape overnight, you know, my younger self. Okay. I think this is something that I've overcome now, but like I wanted overnight results. I wanted to be whatever I wanted to be immediately. So then I would do try to do the most extreme diet plans and cleanses and workouts and, you know, but I, I grew and I recognized the consistency part. And that's what Jihad was just speaking to is the consistency is where you see your results. And that's hard, but I've learned for myself how to do things consistently. And I've proven to myself that I'm able to do that through things such as the 30 day yoga challenge that I'm currently doing and hope everyone will do at some point because that builds your confidence in yourself. And it's a very small time commitment. It's like 20 minutes a day. I think maybe the longest practice is 30 minutes, but usually it's like 18 to 20 minutes. And I will say that even I'm not doing it necessarily for like to change my physique, but I feel like I look in the mirror and I appreciate myself more because I'm giving myself that time and I'm like caring for myself. Right. And so even if my body doesn't look different, I appreciate it more. And I feel like proud of myself because I am consistently doing things. And that includes the inner work in doing that yoga. Mm -hmm. But I think that like start small with your goals make them attainable. That is where you will succeed. And that's where you'll have the transformation in your life. And this just kind of sparked the thought of like, be the change that you want to see in the world. That takes on a whole new meaning when you think about the world will change when you change the inner workings. Beautifully said. Good job, Matt. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Um, yeah, Sadie, you know, I was thinking about part of what you said and part of what um, Maddie mentioned as far as like getting out of your comfort zone. I mean, we know as humans, we are creatures of habit. You know, it is what it is, but it's cool to experience the spontaneity. I hope I said that right. Spontaneity of life. Right. To allow the new to flow in. Um, and you know, in order for a new habit to be created, you need to be consistent. You need to like scientifically, it's proven, you need to do it regularly, you know? So um, if you don't, you know, you'll wind up back at square one. And I think for me, like a tangible way to do this is, I don't know anybody else, but like, I don't go to sleep right away if I'm laying in the bed, you know, it's, I have a few moments before I go to bed and there's an opportunity to reflect, you know, to think about your day, think about the goals that you set at the start of the day and think, did I, you know, put some effort in toward achieving those goals? And you have to be real with yourself. If you haven't, then tomorrow, hopefully, God willing, if you wake up, you have another opportunity to go back at it. And so um, I think that's a tangible way, right, to uh, bring awareness into your life and, you know, your everyday living and see if you're really putting your effort in the right place. Yeah, I think that's really good. Also, I was thinking, Maddie, when you were talking too, like, if you're, if we are always focusing outward, right? Like I'm thinking about this kind of leads us into what we want to talk about next too, but let's just say every morning you wake up and you look in the mirror, right? You're looking in the mirror and you're like immediately like judging yourself and you're like, okay, like I got to do this to make myself, you know, like look better and like feel more confident. And like, you're putting those actions of course, towards making yourself feel more confident. But that whole thing of if we're focusing so much outward, what is going to happen? And I feel like there's such a fine balance of inner and outer work, right? Like being in our inner world and doing our own personal growth and also relating to the world. Like if we're too stuck inside, that's not good either. Like we're going to get ourselves into some psychosis, right? But if you're focusing too much outward, you're actually not focusing on yourself at all. So I feel like there's just this happy medium where you do both. And that, yeah, I feel like that is healing, right? Like that is truly relating to yourself and to the world in this beautiful way. So I think that's super important for people to think about too. Just like, are you spending too much time in your inner world or your outer world? Like, what does that look like for you? Just ponder that question. And I feel like that is a good way too of, okay, 
what can I do better here? You know, how can I relate to the world differently or myself? I think it's also recognizing that often we crystallize these thoughts. We think that they are what what it is. And I think that shifting that is, and I love this, Adrian in the yoga challenge, she says this really often, but she says, reside in the role of the observer. And that has been so transformative for me lately because if you approach things from the observer standpoint, you're observing rather than saying what it is, defining it, labeling it, solidifying it in what you believe, that opens up the possibilities. That opens up the possibilities of what someone meant by saying something to you. It opens up the possibilities of how someone perceives you or how you perceive the world, but I, or you perceive yourself, right? But observing how you think really gives you the opportunity to shift all of that. For me, I've just been doing this for a little bit. I, as an example, went to Mexico with my family and I felt like there was this feedback that I was receiving from each person in my family that just kind of felt negative. Like, you know, they would make like a a joke towards me, you know, which I'm, I'm very much the person te- people tease in my family. I'm self-deprecating, so I'm an easy target because I always make jokes at my own expense. But for some reason, I noticed myself kind of feeling hurt by all of that. But then I, and so then I was placing meaning on what, what they meant by that. You know, I'm like, oh, they just think I'm an idiot. Like, they just think I'm so uncoordinated and that I'm so dumb. And then I took a step back and I'm like, no, that's just my brother trying to relate to me and trying to have fun. Or, or just observing it for what it is and not placing the meaning on it. But I think when we can observe our thoughts and our world around us, that's a beautiful opportunity to shift all of that and to welcome in like what we really want. I'm yeah. glad you shared that. That was really cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think, and I'll use your word observe, right? I think when you are seeing life through that observer perspective, you allow like freshness and newness to take place. You know, I think our ego likes to have everything figured out like, Oh, I know her. She's this person, that person. But when you are in that observer mode, like someone is allowed to show up as they are and you might be pleasantly surprised. And I think that children are probably the ones because they've been less conditioned than us. You know, they see the world with that fresh pair of eyes. They're like curious, you know, like, Hmm, you know, instead of like, Oh, I know. So I like that. Speaking of children, if you guys have children, you know, the people who are listening, they are our biggest mirror. (laughs) They really are. You see, like, okay, for me specifically, I'll speak for myself, but I see certain things Odin does throughout the day. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) like, (laughs) he's picking up, like, what I'm unconsciously doing. And holy shit, okay, I got to go in right now. And I got to work on these things so that they're not reflecting to him, right? Because children do, they totally pick up all those little nuances that you don't even recognize. So yeah, I think children is a huge way to see, you know, where you're at and internally, really. So I was just thinking about this question of like, what, if you just walked into a room, right, of people, how would those people feel about you? Like, what would they be, what would be reflecting back to them by your presence or who you are? And that's like really interesting to think about. And it's hard to think about because it's like, I don't know, I'm me and they're them, right? But it's just interesting to think about and to ponder like, what would that look like to them? So an example for me specifically right now, right? Like, I spent 11 years working at this, this one job and I just got so comfortable there. Like I was so confident in what I was doing and just felt so confident in myself. I was the manager of three positions. I'm just like, I got this every day, right? Like I felt that confidence. And now at this new job, like I'm really having this crisis of who am I? Everything is just completely shaken up. And I'm just like, wait, who am I? And like, I've been noticing how I am reflecting to the my coworkers and the people around me. Like I've been so quiet and I've been so like not feeling confident 
And it's reflecting outwards. Like I can just tell the way that they're interacting with me or the way that they're kind of giving me space because I'm being quiet and maybe acting like I don't want to talk, right? Maybe that's what they're picking up. But it really is all about where you're at on the inside is what you're reflecting. It's weird when you start looking at it from as being perceived. I've been very much aware of that myself after, yes, going on this vacation. I just was like, how do other people perceive me? And does it feel like in alignment with who I am? And sometimes it doesn't, but I came back to the piece of, I know myself. I know who I am. Even if I'm misunderstood by other people, I can come back and know who I am. And at the end of the day, who has you more than yourself, right? True. Yeah. I I have an answer that, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wish it was more in line with, like, the tune of what you guys are saying. But, like, I don't care what people think. I don't I don't want to say it in that way but like I feel like it's such a tricky game when you are like thinking how you may be perceived unless you're like aware of your transference you know like we learned about it in the school I think that's the biggest difference maker but like yeah because people are all going through their own shit and to like even start with like is this person having a bad day is this person's family member sick like why are they acting like an asshole to me like I'm just like I don't have enough awareness to even consider but yeah I I see the importance though in owning your own shit you know transference and what you're bringing to a interaction but yeah no I think that's a big part of it I'm glad you said that because that is the other side of it right like that's usually how I feel is I don't care what people think about me whatever like I am who I am but like in this weird shift it's like you start to think about those things like, oh, how is everyone perceiving me? Like I'm feeling really uncomfortable in my own skin. And I'm sure that's why those thoughts are even coming up is like, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Like, is everybody seeing this? Like I'm going in and just spiraling in my own way. Right. I was just thinking um, about two, just mirror work within relationships and partners, because I feel like that is the biggest, not the biggest, but one of the biggest ways that how we are being and how we're, you know, how we are in our everyday life is being reflected back to us is through our partners and like what they're seeing, right? And what they're feeling. Or if if you're having conflict, are you able to deal with it or are you not? All of that. The deeper your connection with someone is, the stronger the mirror is. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly. And throughout my experience in particularly in like romantic relationships, I've, it it has made me hugely aware of some of my thought processes and my beliefs. And, you know, a, a lot of times it's looking at what, what triggers you, what bothers you, what drives you crazy about somebody, you know, that mm-hmm. speaks a lot to who you are and what you are still working on. Right. That's That's your transference to that person or what they're saying or whatever it is. Yeah. And I feel like in intimate relationships, like we're usually giving that person the most authentic side of ourselves. So like there is no bullshitting. You know what I mean? Like that partner is going to see that thing that you do regularly. And then when they say it back to you, you're not going to want to hear it, but it's going to be so true. So, yeah, like you guys are saying, that's a great way to get feedback about yourself for sure. Yeah. I'm thinking about one specific thing. So there's this guy I've been dating for a while, but he he said to me the other day, he was like, Sadie, why are you so hard on yourself? And I've been hearing that a lot lately. And it was a really weird big moment for me because I was like, wait, I am? Like, I am? Like, I've just lived this way for so long that I had no idea I'm really that hard on myself. I know I am sometimes, but... The amount of times I've been hearing it lately from people around me, I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe I am. Like, that was a total mirror for me of, oh my gosh, I guess I am hard on myself and maybe that's something I need to take a look at. So I feel like that's something in relationships, right, that is really big is people noticing things or patterns that you have that you're actually not conscious of in the moment and being able to take a look at those things. Or not, if you don't want to. But, you know, just the awareness <laughs> of it is, like, really good to, to know, right? 
Yeah, I think you speak to something that's like so true, which is that like a mirror, like whatever the mirror mirroring that you are doing can be reflected like upon many people, right? You can hear the same thing and then makes you consider it a little bit different, right? Versus if one person told you, but if you're hearing it from several people, you're like, hmm, maybe that's true. It makes you reflect. So I think that's like an experience everyone can relate to. So we're talking about all this mirroring and reflecting back to us and all these things and this really made me think about a mirror and a physical mirror. Like what is a physical mirror for? And it's just really interesting because I feel like when I was thinking about this, my first thought was like, oh my gosh, mirrors are just like made for us to look at ourselves and judge ourselves. Like it's really weird when you think about it like that. Like every time you look in a mirror, do you judge yourself or do you not? Usually we're judging ourselves in one way or another, right? So this just made me think about just mirror work in general. So when you hear the term, you know, do mirror work or whatever that is, I looked it up on Google just to see what the, you know, the one liner was. And it said, mirror work involves gazing at yourself in the mirror while saying positive affirmations such as I love myself and I am strong. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So instead of judging ourselves, right, when we wake up in the morning and looking at ourselves and being like, oh, shit, I have a zit right here that doesn't look too cute. Instead of being like that, you know, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and like tell ourselves how much we love ourselves, you know, even if it feels fake and not true in that moment, like do it, because I think that's the whole point of affirmations, right? And affirming yourself. Totally. Well, I actually just read this interesting information that um, some of the earliest uses of mirrors dates back to 6,000 to 8,000 BC. And it says, these ancient mirrors were made out of obsidian, which itself is a stone symbolic of psychological purification, shadow integration, and protection. So it's everything that we're talking about, which is so, like, cool and interesting But yeah, let's use it as a tool for self-realization. Let's use it as a tool for understanding ourselves. And I also saw a really cool piece of artwork that said, you are here to understand yourself, not to be understood. What if we approached life that way? What if we were just trying to understand our inner workings on a daily basis and looked in the mirror and had compassion for ourselves, saw yourself for many more parts of who you are than just your physical appearance yeah and that makes me think too like I was saying earlier about focusing too much outward like a mirror can be that for us right like a mirror you can look at yourself and yeah have all those judgments and do all those things and I feel like it kind of I mean I'm just speaking for me but it's created this habit of focusing outward like what are people seeing in me right when I look at myself in the mirror so This is something that I'm going to start practicing and really trying to do every day is instead look at myself and say something positive about myself. Or I've even heard um, there's this book I'm trying to remember. I'll put it in the description who it's by, but it's called Mirror Work. And she has you do mirror work every day. So every day you look at yourself and you tell yourself a positive affirmation or like different days, you'll look at yourself and eye gaze with yourself. Like stare at yourself for three minutes and just look at yourself and how much I've, I tried it a couple different times, but how much that really helps you go in, you know, eye gazing is like a very big way to do that anyway, when you're eye gazing with someone, but to do that with yourself, like that could be really powerful. So I think that kind of, yes. And scary. (laughs) Like it's really uncomfortable. Like, Everybody go try it. Go try to stare in the mirror at yourself for a second. Like, it is very uncomfortable. And so doing that with yourself and, you know, practicing that and just looking at yourself and loving yourself in the mirror, I think, can truly reflect outwards into your everyday. I was going to say, like, one thing that I usually do sometimes occasionally is, like, I'll look in the mirror and tell myself that I'm proud of myself. And, like, I'm usually aiming to say that to, like, my inner child you know, just to like affirm like, hey, there's somebody looking out for you and I'm proud of you. And it makes me feel better. I'm not going to lie. Like it makes me feel like, okay, I got this. (laughs) Also doing the eye 
eye gazing, I think that you're giving yourself the opportunity to see yourself for so much more than your physical body. And also, even if at first you're looking at your physical body, what can you appreciate? Maybe not like, oh, I like my shoulders or I like, you know, not like that. But you have a physical body that gets you from point A to point B to point C all day, every day. You have a functioning mind, like having gratitude for for what you see in the mirror and then giving yourself the opportunity to go deeper with that, like who you truly are. And yeah, this word reflection, like, for example, for me, this wasn't looking into a mirror, but recently my grandpa has been in the hospital and um, I hung out with him for quite a while and made him really happy. And then I like went to close the door and like waved goodbye and he waved back and I just broke down I was just like oh my gosh like one day like this is gonna be real I'm really gonna be saying goodbye and like the fragility of life just came so forward for me and it was really hard and I was just bawling walking out of the (laughs) hospital and people were like oh you know like oh she probably lost somebody you know they were looking at me like so concerned which was sweet or people were dodging me too I felt like but Mm -hmm. I just recognized that as somebody who who genuinely cares about that stuff. And I I don't shy away from like those emotions and I don't shy away from feeling like caring about those things and thinking deeply about things like that. So I think it's an opportunity to have compassion for yourself to, to better, I've said it a hundred times here already, but like to better understand yourself and appreciate all the different parts of you that make you a very individualistic human being. There's something so beautiful about that. Yeah. And I think I think it's especially important in a culture that like we live in an American culture where like things are pretty superficial, right? You know, like people are getting cosmetic surgery, they change the way they look. Like I think this is the real work, like looking in a mirror and not saying like, what can I physically change, but what can I appreciate about myself? What can I, you know, do to make myself like feel like I'm worthy, you know? And so I like that. Yeah. And I think that that makes a huge difference like I was saying before in your everyday life and I was also thinking about just reflection just the word reflection Maddie when you just said that it just really was like spinning in my mind but what like who our soul is on the inside actually is not a reflection of what our physical body is like it's not so looking in the mirror and judging yourself like actually that's not who you are like this physical person like you're something much deeper and more beautiful on the inside. So I I really love this practice of giving yourself positive affirmations in the mirror. So I think that's something we need to give to our listeners as a challenge is to practice doing that at least twice this week. Let's let's give it, you know, let's start small. At least twice this week, look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself a positive affirmation, whatever it is you're needing. So for me specifically, I'm going to tell myself I'm proud of myself and that I can do hard things because I'm in that right now. But I feel like doing that every morning is going to change my whole outlook on my day. So practice that, guys. I think that's huge. <laughs> and and I'll add in the, the comfort zone part, like getting out of your comfort zone may feel, you know, a little weird at first, but it, it gets better it's better it's rewarding yes things have to be hard before they're easy right so push through if you guys are super uncomfortable giving yourself a positive affirmation keep doing it and honestly I think it will change a lot and also help you reflect on the inside too of like oh my gosh I've been giving myself these positive affirmations and starting to feel good but like why have I always felt so down on myself, right? Like it, it brings you inward so that you can start to heal those wounds and work through them. This was good. Thanks guys. This was a good conversation. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, is there anything else that you guys want to share? I was just thinking about how we were saying like your innermost self and like the beauty that lies within there, um, isn't a reflection of your physical body, but I have noticed when I observe people who have that brightness of their spirit, mm-hmm. it does shine outwardly. It It's a different kind of beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be someone who has ailments or whatever, you know, physical ailments or whatever, but there's like this 
and it actually is beautiful it's like actually attractive you know mm-hmm. but it's it's when you recognize that in other people like that is our humanness and also like people who are aligning with those values of acceptance and kindness and generosity and compassion all of those things you do see it and I think it's through the eyes Mm -hmm. as they always say like they're the windows to the soul and it's so true yeah yeah I think that's beautiful Maddie I love that yeah I feel like I don't know see if you've ever talked about this on your podcast but like auras that kind of feels like what Maddie's alluding to. Like you may not be able to like physically see the colors, but you're drawn to something about this person. And a lot of times it's something internal, you know, when you can't explain it. Yeah. It's like a glow. Like you feel like Mm -hmm. they're glowing. It's like, Mm -hmm. my gosh, like you just want to gravitate towards those people. So let's all strive to be that way. Okay. Let's all strive to have a glow and for our aura to just be beautiful and with all the hardships too. (laughs) it's all of it (laughs) well that's one more thing I wanted to note on this podcast and on this topic is appreciating the duality of life because when we're able to hold both parts we're able to appreciate things so much more right like for instance even here in Utah okay we have not had snow this winter and then the past two days it has dumped and been crazy and it's like it's so beautiful I almost forgot like how beautiful it is to see everything blanketed in white it's just gorgeous but then I'll also be grateful for the day when the sun comes and melts it all away and I can easily drive down my driveway without having to shovel you know I think holding space for that duality really um that's a part of this work Mm -hmm. yeah and reflection yeah and holding the inner and outer world, right? Like finding that happy medium between the two. I think that's big. So that's another thing you guys can ask yourself too this week is, am I focusing too much in my inner world or my outer world? And how can I merge the two? How can I marry the two and make them seamless, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you guys. This is so good. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you, Jihad. I love having you on. We're going to have to do this more. Sure. I'm happy to join in whenever. Yes. I love that. So thank you guys for listening. And I just want all of you to go rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, please. Like, honestly, reviews help so much. And just even rating, like clicking five stars helps so much just for people, you know, to know about us and get our name out there a little bit more. Because I feel like the stuff we're talking about is something everybody needs to know, like everybody needs to, you know, learn about these things and learn how to go inwards and heal themselves. So I really believe that. Yeah. So thank you. And I love you guys so much. Thanks. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.